0: Good evening, this is Samuel Ibrahim, the host of the Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour. And many people may be wondering who is Samuel Ibrahim? And that is a good question. Samuel Ibrahim was born as Samuel Wesley in Houston, Texas. Uh, I am a licensed attorney. Uh, I am in the process or kinda sorta at the tail end of going through a spiritual awakening, a spiritual transformation and that process can be really scary for anyone that has actually gone through that you know once you escape the um what's the right word to use once you escape the theology and the doctrine that really confines how, at least how i understand god at least how god is exposed himself to me the universe has exposed itself to me uh there just becomes a new dimension of reality that you begin to experience and as you go through this process As you start walking out this new life, as you start to see things with new eyes, you start to walk through this world with new legs, it can be a terrifying process. It can be a terrifying process for a number number of reasons. Number one is uh, everything is different, right? Everything that you, uh, and and I use the word everything, meaning that everything is really different. So now you're trying to see uh, and experience this new world, In a way that you never have before, but all your old ways of thinking and your new way of thinking, your old ways of seeing, and your new way of seeing are in constant conflict with one another. What additionally makes this process uh, terrifying is you typically go through this long. And, you know, if you have any type of spiritual leanings, this should not be something that is a surprise to you. Why is that? That is because all people that have been called and have been, and I call call myself a prophet, I do believe myself to be a prophet, I do believe myself to be a messenger, all messengers, all prophets were found in periods of isolation. If you look at Noah, if you look at Abraham, if you look at Isaac, Jacob, if you look at Job, uh, if you look at Moses, if you look at the prophet Jesus... Uh, these men all went through prolonged periods of isolation where the only communication uh, that they received from God came directly from the source. It was not filtered through a minister. It was not filtered through a priest. It was not filtered or written into a holy book. They had a first person experience, a very first person encounter with God. They had to walk that out and these men's lives were forever changed. Now, when you go through a process like that, you have to separate yourself People that you know, people that you love, a past life that you had, your old ways of thinking, possibly a career. It can be a whole host of things that you've had to leave behind. I won't say abandoned. You had to leave it behind. Uh, And and the reason why you have to leave it behind is because I'll use the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. If you look back to your past, you will turn to stone. The reason why you cannot carry or drag your past into the new present moment in the future that the universe or God is creating for you is... um, uh, God is trying to help you escape from those things because God wants to show you something new. So when you're out here walking on this spiritual path, this new awakened path, and you keep looking back, trying to bring those that you love very much, you're trying to bring them into your present, it just causes you to, to, to uh, delay your process. It just causes you to uh, take longer to get where it is that you're trying to go. So in addition to the world being completely different, In addition to learning to see with these new eyes and walk with these new legs, uh, you also have to walk this out, in most cases, by yourself. Uh, The prophet Muhammad and also uh, uh, Abraham, they were lucky enough, and also uh, Moses and others. You know, if you have a spouse to walk with you or uh, God will send you help in the form of, you know, someone else to help you out, Uh, Aaron had Moses, Uh, but Moses was also married. Uh, That does make the process easier but you don't really hear much about their spouses. What you do hear is about the very first person or the third person experience of what, the, what was recorded in regards to these men's lives. And so that could be a very scary experience and because it is very contrary to break away from dogma, uh, especially in the African-American or black community, to break away from dogma, to break away from the Christian church, to break away from uh, the Muslim faith, uh, to break away from any type of uh, indoctrinated faith, And you begin to walk this out alone. You decide in your mind, I'm only going to listen to what God tells me. I'm only going to answer to God. I'm going to get my spiritual understanding, my my new eyes, my new guidance directly from the source, not from anybody else. I'm not going to, 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 to listen to what anybody else thinks is right. I'm going to follow my heart. I'm going to follow where the spirit is leading me. I'm going to follow what I believe the right thing for me. And you just feel that peace in your spirit when you walk it out. But it doesn't, take it, away. it doesn't take away the fact that it can be a very terrifying experience. And so part of what I would like to do uh, through the Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour podcast, also on my Instagram page, just because it's, it's really ridiculous uh, if, you, if you guys follow me on IG. Um, I, I would like to actually use my page as a support group for people that are going through this experience to where we can have open dialogue, to where it's not uh, such a serious experience. And the reason why I think that is serious for a lot of people is because you go through it alone. For the most part, you go through it alone until uh, whatever God is going to reveal in you is revealed and that glory is revealed. You are walking through this process by yourself and because you want to remain true to what your calling is, you're hyper focused, you're laser focused. It's hard for you to, you can't look to the left or to the right, you have to look forward to understand, not, not even understand, to walk your calling out without distraction which can be a lonely experience, like I just said. So I would like to use my page as a support group. I would like to share information uh, uh, that has helped me uh, along this path. I would like to share information that actually makes this experience more enjoyable for me. And also on my podcast, you will see guests uh, that will come on that have undergone it. You also will uh, see entrepreneurs uh, that are, you know, they may not even be in a spiritual awakening, but I'm just an entrepreneur at heart and I have a big four background. I'm also a licensed attorney. I just like to help people out. And whatever it is their business is and promote them, especially black businesses, especially black women, uh, because we just need that exposure. We need to support each other more. So I, I just love to do that. And I give my podcast platform away freely uh, to people who would like to uh, promote their businesses, get it out to a new audience that they have not gotten it out to before. And so that is uh, one of the premises of the Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour. I really do want to be uh, at least as much as I can be uh, a system of support for people that are going through this process, uh, because you know once that lightning bolt hits you and you feel like, man, I just have this new experience of life, you you know you you, you have to be very vigilant about holding on to it because people will uh, you know try to distract you from it and and not always in a bad way, some people in a very loving way will think you know something is just not right with this person anymore uh or maybe and i I could just speak from personal experience people have thought that you know maybe uh where i was getting my information from wasn't from god it could have been from the devil that's that's a whole other thing that we'll talk about at a different time uh this this really isn't the the message that i want to communicate right now but nevertheless when you're walking this out it just doesn't seem like you have a lot of help that you can tap into it doesn't seem like you have a lot of friends that you can tap into well, Samuel Ibrahim is a friend I just want to make sure that I make that very plain To anyone that follows the podcast Or decides to subscribe to my YouTube channel uh, The Mind of the Prophet Or decides to buy my book uh, the, the, the Mind of the Prophet, The Diary of a Curious Mind I have Volume 1 and Volume 2 that are also on Audible uh, And those books are um, Volume 1 I just go into it briefly Because this really isn't to talk about my books But I want to just kind of explain You know, somewhat who I am Volume one um, was born out of uh, trying to make sense of everything that had changed within my life. And and not just, you know, uh, so much my reality and life events, but I'm just talking about the new dimension of life that I was experiencing. And it was very hard to communicate the changes that were going on with me. I was just having so much mental turmoil because I'm getting all these messages. I'm seeing the world in a new and different way, and I couldn't talk to anybody about it. Nobody understood what I was going through with a few exceptions. And so I started writing uh, just so I could actually keep my sanity. And I think two beautiful books were born out of that: uh, The Diary of Curious Mind Volume 1 and Volume 2 both are available on Amazon and Amazon Audible. And so Volume 1 um, is more of a take. It kind of goes into, uh, it, it dips into uh, Old Testament prophets. It dips into our first introductions to God. It dips into trying to understand what it was like experiencing a prophetic revelation in the shoes of the prophet. Uh, meaning that you, you have to understand, you know, you hear about prophets in church. Uh, you know, you, you hear about it through the various ways that you may receive your, you know, spiritual teachings. But just really consider what it's like uh, to be where the prophet is. Just We're just going to pause right here and just kind of let you guys think about that. A prophet was someone whose feet were very firmly planted on planet Earth, whose mind was swept away into eternity, to a place in eternity that you cannot even fathom. And it might have been in several places within eternity at one time. All the while, you're getting this divine message and this divine assignment. God typically finds these folks in a period of suffering. And then once they have this otherworldly, other dimensional experience, The Spirit of God leaves them, their feet are uh, firmly planted on the ground, and then they have to walk that out. And if you cannot understand the mental distress that these folks were under after receiving a revelation, you're not thinking like what the prophet would have felt like. What, What typically was talked about is how the prophet walked their life out, the powerful things that they did the amazing relationship they had with God, but nobody is really thinking about the prophet's mind. How strong was that person's mind to be able to undergo that experience, know that they were going to look like a fool, know that they were going to be ridiculed, know that they were going to be talked about, uh, in in some cases uh, attempted to be killed, Uh, people tried to kill them, and they still walked it out with courage, right? And I, I believe firmly that the reason that they were able to do that is because God doesn't waste those experiences on people, right? If you go through something like that and you know that your feet are planted on the ground, but your mind is is somewhere swept into eternity and you're getting a message from divine and infinite wisdom, like you have the curse to walk that out because who else do you know that's going through something like that? Very few people have experienced that even though all people will in time. All people will. All people will experience it in time. And so uh, volume one really dips into thinking like a prophet, thinking what it was like to actually live that first-person experience as somebody who had been touched by God, who had a first-person encounter with God, and then had to live after that. And I'll tell you, just from my own personal experience, it's terrifying. Okay, so that's as much as we'll say. Volume 2, it goes more into, it starts to touch on the metaphysical. It starts to expand on some of the, it expands on a lot of the things in, in, uh, in Volume 1. It doesn't even really repeat much. But it does ask the universe questions. You're just trying to understand more about the mechanics of the universe, the the metaphysical aspects of the universe. Really, uh, taking the the cage off of or the confinement off of God, as people have, um, and address God in a different way. So, for example, in the very first entry, because the books are really like journal entries, that's what they're. That's how the books is structured. Uh, the very first entry is a prayer, right? And it says infinite intelligence that existed before time you are welcome here thank you for your presence and if you can't see god as infinite intelligence come on he, he's omnipresent the universe is vast the universe is infinite and, and, and so i just call on god like that and let him know that uh, i'm thanking him for his presence his presence is welcome here and as i have expanded my adjectives of how i call on god's name god has shown himself uh, worthy, not even worthy. That, that's not that's not fair to God. God has shown Himself honest, right, in answering to the names and the beautiful names and adjectives through which I call Him. So that's volume one, and volume two. I encourage you to get those books. I, I think that they are actually good reads. Uh, I would actually suggest that you listen. Why? Faith come by hearing. When you read a book, the first thing that your eyes do, and this is just all truth, the uh, first thing that your eyes do is decide whether or not you are capable of achieving whatever it is you see written on paper, especially when it is a scriptural doctrine. Okay, anything that has to do with scripture, anything that has to do with God, when your eyes uh, look at it, the first thing that your eyes do is say, we can't do that, we can't be that, you know, we're going to fall short here. So I always suggest to listen, faith come by hearing. When you hear a book, when you hear a story, what your mind does instead is, is it places you in that situation. You imagine yourself more naturally in that situation. and You're better able to receive the message. You're better able to, to, to imagine what is being written and how that could personally apply to you. And then God will just do his all work. The truth doesn't need any help. And uh, I know when I write, I write very intentionally to the spirit of a man. I don't really write to the man. I write to the spirit within the man. Why? Because the truth, the, the spirit is always going to respond to a divine truth, period. Uh, the people that have read my books have been forever changed. And this is what I know to be true because they tell me so. So, uh, also what I want to uh, just say is, uh, I also want to tell you like what's helped me kind of get along this path. When I started this journey, I didn't even believe in God. I- I'll be very honest about that. And I am, uh, I was a licensed uh, Baptist minister. I've always had up until, you know, around 2015, 2016, I had a great relationship with God. Uh, very devout relationship with god even if it was my own unique understanding of how god works of how god moves and what the bible said uh i took that uh, and it was buried deep within my heart and so for three years when i was not talking to god i felt fractured because something or a relationship that's the longest relationship i've ever had is the one that i've had with god i cut it off because i wasn't getting i thought the results that i should have been getting and trying to walk my life out very honestly Okay, according to how I understood God to be. So uh, when Nipsey Hussle passed in May 2019, I think that's around the time frame, uh, I had just gotten into his music. I thought he was an amazing man and I uh, just was inspired by him as a person, uh, especially a black man in the black community and all the wonderful things that he was doing. One book that he uh, suggested, I think it might've been at like the top of his reading list, was Three Magic Words by U.S. Anderson. So this is the book. I'm gonna hold it up. Three magic words, I hope you guys can see that. Hope the glare is not uh too much so three magic words e s Anderson this book uh really jumps into mindset. You hear a lot of stuff about mindset. you read a lot of things about mindset, the law of attraction, trying to think positive and, and so on uh this book really like goes way beyond that uh there there are ten chapters and they all have a very specific uh point that they're trying to get across in each one. It starts with the mind goes through a whole host of things from frequency to vibration to attraction to money to love to divinity to death um and a whole host of things but this is what i learned about this book which has been great for my personal journey uh, as i walk out uh this new life of mine is you can reprogram your mind your mind is nothing more than a hyper sophisticated computer program that you can change or reprogram if you don't like the output that you're getting. So let me say that again. Your mind is nothing more than a hyper-sophisticated computer that you can reprogram if the output that you're not receiving in your life does not line up with what you want. How do you do that? Affirmations. Affirmations. Napoleon Hill calls it auto-suggestion. Okay, and he was talking about this in some of his older books, Um, not not so much in Think and Grow Rich, some of his older writings, he talks about the principle of auto-suggestion which is just nothing more than self-hypnosis. Affirmations, auto-suggestion, self-hypnosis, they're all synonyms for one another. So this book has 10 affirmations in it. And uh, I just started uh, saying these on a daily basis. Uh, They're very long. I'm just going to say, so if you're a a lazy affirmation person, you're you're not going to really like these long affirmations. I'm just going to suggest that you just take a leap of faith and affirm the first one. Right. Just start affirming the first one. You're going to want to affirm the second one once you start seeing the first one manifest in your life. And like you you will see it happen because that's what affirmations do. The power of life and death is in your tongue. And so when you start speaking life over yourself, you will start seeing life uh, come into your you will see start seeing the things that you're affirming. Uh, speaking life over, come into your life. It'll just walk into your life. The universe will bring those things to you. The more that you believe it in your heart, the more that the universe will bring it to you. So, three magic words. I suggest that that is on the prophets reading list. Uh, This is on Samuel Ibrahim's reading list. I suggest that you get it. You can get it on Audible. Uh, The narrator's okay, Um, but the wisdom is profound. And so I just suggest that uh, if you are going through a spiritual awakening, you just have a deeper desire to understand God. You just feel like there has to be something more out there. Or you just kind of feel like, you know, you know how Neo felt in The Matrix where he just felt like there just has to be something more out there. And, you know, he, he was just trying to search for it any way that he could. Uh, that That's kind of who this book is for. For people that just feel like there just has to be more out there. There just has to be more to life. There just has to be more to God. There just has to be more to existing than just waking up, going to work. Paying bills and hopefully getting two weeks of vacation, you know, maybe getting married, maybe having kids, just kind of being stuck in this circle. Life can be, life is much more beautiful than that if you allow it to be. And so this book helped start me on my journey. And uh, I used to listen to it often. Uh, And I mean, like, even in my sleep, just because the affirmations are that good, it was my way of, if I feel like I was getting off track, If I felt like I wasn't uh, feeling as connected as I needed to be, I would just listen to this book on repeat. So I highly suggest it. Uh, You can see all the books that have been on my reading list because I'm an avid reader. I probably read, uh, I think my Audible account says, you know, something like close to, you know, a month and a half, uh, two months worth of reading uh, within the past two years. That is how much time I spend listening uh, to books. Uh, So I suggest, again, Three Magic Words by U.S. Anderson. Also, I'll suggest The Mind of the Prophet, The Diary of the Curious Mind, Volumes 1 and 2. You can find those on uh, Amazon and Amazon Audible. I suggest the Audible version because I think uh, the narrators are great and you can immerse yourself into the story and it will awaken something within you. This I know for sure. And so thank you for listening to me. Uh, if you guys have not tuned in to The Mind of the Prophet Meditation Hour podcast, do so. I'm a good time. I'm, I'm a pretty hilarious guy. I'm not traditional at all, uh, <laughs> to say the least. And so I think you guys would uh, definitely enjoy my show. So check out the last one. Uh, check out the last show. Uh, two Alter Egos, uh, met A Moment in Meditation with Maddie J. That's a fun one. I got a tarot card reading, which was pretty dope. Uh, and the ancestors showed up, so you know, I was, I was, I was pretty excited about that. Uh, thank you very much. Drop me a comment. Uh, if you decide to listen to the podcast On the Anchor app You can actually leave me a message If you just need a, a buddy uh, A friend And you're going through a spiritual awakening I'm that guy you know, I, I would be glad to be like uh, part of your support group Because uh, it's not something that we talk about Especially something that black people talk about And I just want to break that stigmatism I want to normalize the conversation Of uh, being able to talk about Wanting to experience God Much more beyond what we have been taught as a community. Let's just break those chains. And I'm here to just bust those wide open. Thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen. I will uh, see you soon. I look forward to your comments. I look forward to your listens on my podcast. And uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram. I am dot Samuel Ibrahim. Uh, And I'm on Twitter, TikTok. And it's basically all a variation of the same. I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm I'm sort of in LinkedIn anarchist because it's way too serious, and so I just go out there to have fun, and uh, believe it or not, you know, people are starting to buy into that. It's fun for me, uh, because I'm I'm like the water cooler guy at work uh, on LinkedIn. So, nevertheless, uh, and that's just, you know, fun that I have, but nevertheless, anyway, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. You guys have a great day.